evoking magic of the everyday wonderment of life and death, one bitch at a time. Step inside, bewitch seance, episode, messages, angels, and demons. trippy to be sitting at a window that I could take a shit on if I wanted to. I mean, Shunukwiz would definitely be like, what the fuck? And I'd be like, whatever, it's my fucking house. That's so nice. I'm not gonna take a shit on the window. Maybe on the bathroom floor. Be like, I missed. Sorry. I'm gonna leave it there for a while because it's my house. I think this is why children don't have, uh, yeah, the ability to rent houses. <laughs> Loads of blackbirds, crows, woodpeckers. And since this one is about messages, angels and demons, I <laughs> enjoyed how it was completely quiet up until the point I decided I was going to start recording and then all of a sudden it seemed like this tiny woodpecker turned into a giant and all of a sudden his pecking on wood sounds like a hammer next door and how that sound is only in the background because right in front of me there's an incredible fig tree. <laughs> the windows are completely open, overlooking these glorious mountains covered in forests. And sometimes I feel like we're so high up because you can see the rain coming I've said this before like through the mountains and like through the valley and even when it's pouring rain they start to pull apart the clouds like cotton and you can see baby blue through just sunlit baby blue it's fucking delicious 
So I face east as I speak and to the left of our bitch cottage there's this elegant grandiose grandmother of a chestnut tree and she's hollowed inside so about three bitches fit standing to sitting and the entrance to her timeless pussy also faces east so I've been taking time to get to know her uh, before I step into her and speak from within her, literally. Uh, it's incredible and it's amazing and it's my favorite part of the house as well as Chinook quizzes. <laughs> People are trying to drive through and the road is just completely blocked up by sheep. It's great. <laughs> oh, sheep too. There's so many. Okay, so I reckon since <laughs> since there's the the blackbird, the cat, uh, the sheep, the crow. The woodpecker. This is turned into an entire mercado all on its own. So fuck trying to find silence. It's making its own jam. I'm gonna start with Blackbird and make my way in alphabetical order. I want to apply all of these animal spirits to today's seance, which is messages, angels, and demons, as we all go round two fight of our own fucking mortal combat, the war that we're always going through within, that which we have to sit sometimes in stillness and in silence in order to have a better understanding of what the fuck it even is. The dogs. Yeah. Who let the dogs out? Thank you for those. Hallelujah. So, the blackbird reminding us and all of the messengers for today's seance navigating the stillness the uncomfortableness through everything that is being heaved up coming to the surface and hallelujah that's how we get to fucking clean the wounds that's how we get to see el pinche la pinche porquería la mierda all of this shit that's been building up and now we get to clean now we get to clean not with mr clean please please not with mr clean with like something that can go back into the water you know like the water that we drink something that um is eco-friendly there are so many tips tips and hints 
DIY. Is it DIY? Yeah, do it. Here. Oh. Don't abbreviate things for me, please. Um, Blackbird. Let go of all of your inhibitions and sing without concern for how it sounds or others' disapproval. Archangel Uriel. 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 Uriel is with you. It depends where you're from, I suppose, how it sounds. Watching out for you and helping you connect with nature and the nature spirits. Sound healing is one of your best treatments for whatever physical or emotional ailment or maladies you're experiencing. Music. Oof. Put on a headset. Make yourself a playlist for different moods that you can move through. Regardless of whether it's through your body or dancing or painting or just one back and forth movement or just staring at the wall and doing a little dance with your finger. Fucking do it, move it, groove it. The gateway to the world of non-ordinary reality is open. Mm. Beckoning you to follow your true spiritual path and enhance your awareness of the non-physical realm. The gateway, the chestnut tree gateway. Pick a gateway in your house, even if it's a closet. I wish I was joking about that one. I'm not. Uh, again, growing up in a storage space, what are the nooks and crannies that you can literally create into your own personal sanctuary? Find it, make it yours. It's important for you to have your bubble inside of the bubble that you can only be in the bubble with. I don't know, how many bubble, how many bubble pods can you make? Who knows? For me, endless. For you, quien sabe. This is a particularly auspicious time to observe and heed any signs or omens that are shown to you. So it seems that Blackbird is right on time for today's seance. Cat. This is a period where self-sufficiency and trust in your own capabilities is necessary. Preach! Honor your sensuality by dancing slowly with graceful and easy movements and by enjoying touch and physical intimacy. FYI, DIY, you can do this yourself. And in beautiful ways of opening up, of holding space for yourself, of becoming familiar with that in other seance for another time but play around with the ideas start blueprinting what that would look like if there is not an other to do that with listen closely to your intuitive guidance as it's most likely an ancestor who's one of your spirit guides trying to communicate with you isn't that all of us always yo contigo tu conmigo el con ella tatara this is a period of magic and mystery for you, so pay close attention to signs and omens that will guide and direct you. All of the signs, all of the owls we always get. Are you reading the messages? Whatever you've released, relationships, material goods, self-defeating habits, will soon be replaced with something or someone entirely more suitable for who you are presently paradigms i would throw in there as well wild cards regardless 
we are in this bullshit together. Here is your shit stew and here is mine. Cheers. If feral cat, because that is definitely what I would refer to myself as and the beautiful tigress that I saw across the field to not look like she had a collar. Do something totally wild and out of character yet which is completely harmless don't go fucking starting fires on the no te importa go start a bonfire for yourself stare at it in meditation don't go knocking around trying to get a fucking free tv break away from any unhealthy dependencies on others that includes the screen what does it look like to go within crow you're on the verge of manifesting something you've been working towards for a while all of the personal projects that one moves through what are they what's calling you what the fuck are you passionate about no importa if it's stamp collecting collect those motherfucking stamps and love it be very watchful over the next couple of days for any clear omens or signs that will guide you and teach you. All over, all the time. Teacher, student, student, teacher. Ah, expect a big change very soon. Already in it, always. Change evolving. You've noticed something that's out of balance or an injustice that hasn't been addressed and it's important to speak up about it. We need our soil to be healthy. We need our soil to be healthy. What's yours? You're about to get a glimpse into some future event that affects you directly. Newsflash, we're in it already. Um, the fates have spoken, so, you know, welcome. And our woodpecker. A storm is brewing either literally or metaphorically. I would say all sorts at this point in time for everyone. Por todas las pinches partes. But have faith as you're protected no matter what. It's a good time to do some drumming and or rattling, whether on your own or with a group of friends. Ah, yes. Canta con amor, I think it's called. If you're interested in songs and music, it is a place of worship, dance, observance, whatever the heck you want it to be for you on Sundays. Via Zoom, how do you evolve? with the weirdness, with the sci-fi weirdness. It's just the beginnings of Battlestar Galactica, you know, where I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. We are so in it. You're entering into a time of abundance and plenty. I think that's very true for everybody. In order for shit to grow again, Phoenix gotta come out from the ashes and go to a place of nature and lie on your back on the ground breathe slowly and steadily and see if you can feel 
Mother Earth's heartbeat. Hello, woodpecker. Just as I'm talking about you, you like it, huh? They're so, eh, como se dice, coquetos. You know, they're so flirty. They come up and do the little dance. Their colors are absolutely brilliant. The red. It's that. It's that autumn red. That like passion red of like beautiful, just crimson blood. Autumn. Autumn blood. If you do not have the space of nature, create one in your little sanctuary. Put on a headset and put on a nature playlist that you can find pretty much literally anywhere. Or go to the library and get nature sounds. And give yourself time and space to feel what it looks like to feel your own heartbeat to give your time the permission to feel your own heartbeat and connect with the outside bubble even if you be in a Harry Potter closet and pay particular attention to your own cycles and rhythms and do your best to honor them by aligning yourself with them rather than being contrary to them it's mighty difficult to get into your own drumbeat when you've been taught for such a long time to move to the rhythm of others. Not because it made sense, but because you had to. So take time off of the screen, honor yourself, honor your space, honor your silence and the observance <laughs> And the insights that you can get by not saying anything. Giving yourself permission. Ah, yeah, silent Sundays, mute Mondays are some of my favorite. Stepping into the day in silence, letting them know today is my silent day. I will not be engaging with my voice and any complicated questions with possibly even more complicated answers can wait for another time I can still interact with my world and I can still interact with my day and I can still connect without engaging with voice and they are always absolutely brilliant adventures one of my favorite gatherings ever was a hangout session with friends in complete silence and yeah give it a go dang that wind is heavy okay you can interact without speaking it's quite beautiful so as we go into and looking within stepping inside pushing the edges the boundaries of why are we so uncomfortable when we can't move when we're asked to turn off the devices and the technology and all of the things that keep our mind whirling when do you get 
space and time for you. I can also understand how terrifying it is when you watch shit like Cast Away or Into the Wild and you have these <laughs> experiences through somebody else's lens of what being in isolation, in quarantine brings up. How do we face our angels and our demons? One of the huge reasons why love was important to preface with all of this. <laughs> oh my god. It's the blackbirds and the woodpeckers, all woodpeckers hanging out on her gorgeous dreads. I don't know how old that bitch is. She is a glorious chestnut. And so as the hollowness of her reminds us of the encounters we have when we take time for ourselves. Let's open with tarot. May we be reminded of the Queen of Pentacles to keep close to our hearts with an open mind. The Lady of Glory, severity yet generosity, marriage of convenience. Gracias. So putting into context the seances prior to this one, we can begin to take the tinctures of love branches out. Then we go into the depth of the self inside, within, eyes closed, darkness, silence, seemingly alone. In order to move through the world, we're taught to decipher messages before way 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 before our splintered idea of conventional language we knew how to read the sun on the meadow smell for changes in the weather translate dreams through stargazing or one of my favorites Yes, Jeremy, from Hawaii. 
is sailing the oceans with your glorious testicles navigating the way like a compass the languages that have come and gone and will continue to evolve are manifestations of something we can understand read and communicate with before we learn to speak read write our quote-unquote native tongue the language of the world it's what Paulo Coelho speaks in the alchemist that which can be understood without words it is understood through experience experiences expand beyond the five senses we're taught and little me understood that as all of our little us's do you know when we're little bitches we listen to intuition and sensitivity of sensation so the basic five the sight smell taste touch sound it was this thing of just like questions constantly coming up as I wanted an explanation you know for my experiences what did it mean to see without eyes and smell texture and taste color touch sound all of those combinations are from the five it's like the primary colors on the wheel you know you have your starters and from there you get your secondary and tertiary so where are you on on the wheel is also the question that I had when I was like wait why isn't anybody curious about what the other flavors of the five look like why only five senses what about the messages in my dreams what sense would that fall under and then it's like what you get the what the fuck look all right no answer that's i <laughs> i appreciated my ma's willingness to entertain whatever the fuck i threw her away she really had answers that satisfied me, but she always encouraged our curiosity. Even though more often than not, my questions would just leave her smile scowling and shaking her head. And 
I feel so grateful for always being supported to explore my weird in spite of her own discomfort. Bitch always had my back. Yeah, still does. The encouragement to be curious. It allowed me to trust my intuition. That is something that I feel very lucky with. I think I would have definitely done it regardless, but always having sort of the allowance, the permission, the support, the um, validation, cheerleader, rah rah, shishuba, yes you can, uh, is wah. Especially when it comes from the household. And as with everything, it evolves and it shifts. So sometimes your curiosity might be too weird for others, but that should not impede you from moving through that in order to see what it means for you. Not for anybody else, for you. And there was... Uh, a term that I read in The Alchemist as well as a validation for this thing that I was observing in my life when I combined the five senses when I mixed and matched them and swirled them into something else it was reading omens through a story of a shepherd named Santiago. Thank you, sheep, for the reminder. Hmm. For me, reading omens is a listening beyond the noise and a seeing beyond the costume. Intuition plus sensation of what is happening in your waking moments. When does a crow cross your path in your day? What was your train of thought in that moment? What are the things speaking to you to come from a space of love to move to a resonance. A fluid of vibration. In the little me later me phases, I handled this movement and it was very similar to you know when the monarchs go from Canada all the way to Mexico and it's like why and they're like I don't know but we have to go there was 
know which your wizard to sort of help me navigate this weird but intuitively there were things that uh, allowed me to really polish my intuition along with my sensation in a very very like not really aware conceptually of it kind of way but very body intuitively knowing um, which for me at the end of the day is the kind of knowing that I follow that I allow to guide this weirdness of life so two of those things one of them was keeping a dream journal uh, I found dreams absolutely fascinating and I wanted, wanted to talk about them and what they meant and uh, being able to have um, a dream dictionary alongside learning my own subconscious symbols, uh, the language and the messages of my dreams. Um, oh, it is something that I find absolutely would in the same way that tarot blows my mind the messages that come through for you in those moments what are they how are they helping us heal you know it's easy to be like oh all of this is all so rubbish why is this all so happy chappy why can't there be moments that something stops you and says hey bitch smell the roses it's okay to breathe. It's okay to take a moment in spite of all of the bullshit you're going through. It's okay to take a moment and recognize like, hey, that's it. Hey. Being so open about my dreams and feeling comfortable in sharing that gave me the permission to also share with my magician parents openly, candidly, honestly about how I felt when it came to other people. I was very sensitive in terms of when I would meet somebody there would be maybe like a visual and or a sensation and I didn't know how to translate those very intense moments without anything being even spoken and my ma did a great job at acknowledging those experiences uh, by listening and she wasn't the one that suggested to observe those sensations the same way that I asked my questions so being able to observe what the hell is that heebie-jeebie with curiosity and not judgment it really allowed me to get to know people for who they are and what I really enjoy um, getting to know their demons and there's something absolutely magical 
and alchemizing about seeing someone's demons and them seeing yours then exercising through that shit together like Emily Rose shit you know like the barn she's bleeding everywhere like that and then you move through it in love <laughs> we yeah that is uh, magia and <laughs> neither of us obviously knew that she was helping me set the crucible for what I would put into practice while sitting with plant medicine so these two examples are just two out of gazillions to unspool my experience with messages and angels and demons and what it looks like for others what do those manifestations look like in your waking state in your dreaming state in your daydreaming state nightmare da 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 and to love them and observe them not from a place of paranoia or hate or anger all of those can exist with it and with the experience but how do we ground in our breath to be able to observe it it's the whew, it's the experiencing it in full without the reaction of but the openness to allow all of it to flow through you until every little drip drop is done. There's a human chronological order. The rainbow, owl unicorn, or the egg. And for me, it was the dreams of the mushrooms that I began to have. And them presenting themselves physically and then them guiding the ceremony showing the ritual of holding space in silent meditation which you know fast forward back to the future going to explore that a few years later on my own for a 10-day silent sit and exploring meditation further opened up sensation that exists beyond the five senses. This validated the possibilities of beyond.
plant medicine took me further into that initiation. I delve deeper into my intuition and the sensitivity of sensation when I sit. Tending to my silence and meditation polishes my intuition. Because I fucking feel it when I don't sit. It's this. It's the same reason why we don't want to go to the fucking gym, right? Where it's like, pero no quiero. I just want to look like really sexy, but I don't want to go to the gym. And it's like, okay, well, that's not how it works. Anywho, point being, meditation. It's fucking hard to build routine. There's this tug from the mind. I call them parasites or demons that want to keep you in the habits, the patterns that keep you comfortable but sick. They keep you ill. And you know they do. But you do it anyway. Porque eres tan frigona. Pinche necia. Ahí vas. So, getting into alignment and flow of my silence and my sitting, my meditation, I then begin to see the ripples in my day to day. But I gotta do my shit first. Otherwise, everything does turn to shit. I have seen it time and time again. It can go in every which way direction. It's that the quote of Carlos Castaneda. And I've used it before and I will again because I love it. Yeah, we either make ourselves miserable or we make ourselves strong. The amount of work is the same. One of the main reasons why most people are afraid of entheogens, plant medicine, is because they are scared of what they are going to see, what their experience is going to be, which for me has always been the equivalent of like, I'm afraid to live because we don't know what is going to happen in life. We can plan all we want. That is something that uh, is comforting, but the reality is that you know we're all falling through space yay at least it's all of us <laughs> so i can observe intense experiences as we all can but uh it is because of these tools uh, uh. Eh, kind of weak I think that was a song, so I'm actually going to give myself about a five because of creativity. So being the curious bitch that I am, it was more of a, ooh, what the fuck am I going to see? And am I going to be ready to see it? And it's like, well, isn't that how seeing works? I think mainly from what I've noticed uh, 
we're only capable of seeing what we are able to see in that moment what we are able to accept what we are able to acknowledge what we are able to come to terms with and to so yeah i was like all right well if i see the pinche diablo which yes i did and how was it handled and i was like well breathe through this shit and i did and then it passed and it was absolutely terrifying i thought i was gonna piss myself and i didn't i popped a squat so yo what's that what is that what is that demon and it dissipated it dissipated when i paid attention to my breath when i paid attention to the moment of my body and that was such a what moment for me alongside seeing another woman that was there that night as I was looking at her and there's this transformation we looked very similar um, that night and her face began to transform into a calavera a skull like a skeleton her face and there was an awe I felt and this is what I mean by the literal and the figurative death of a process and the way that mushrooms teach I came out with an even deeper curiosity of what were those demons and the aha moment of how we project our own angels and demons to create images that make sense to us that we can translate pero como todo like everything else we want to blame it on el tío y la tía y no sé quién and we want to blame it on everyone else but us when you take time to sit with all of them bitches the angels and the demons because they all come in different shapes and sizes they don't just look like a pinche diablo you know with all red and his fucking tail and coming all up with his horns sometimes it's like the bad idea bears from avenue q where they're just fucking cute and snuggly and you just want to give them cuddles but they're gonna give you the worst advice in the world and the angels <laughs> sometimes look like the bitch from Beauty and the Beast that comes knocking on the castle door asking for a place 
to stay. And he's like, ooh, bitch, you ugly. And she's like, nah, you are. Boom. It was another very Harry Potter moment for me where the facing of the literal Bogart in the closet in ceremony with plant medicine and then breathing past the illusion of the costume to read the message. It reminds me of when Anne Bogart, you know, talks about directing and she says yes, but what is it? Like, what is it really when we move past the idea of like, oh my god, it's a pinche diablo. Or, oh my gosh, esta es la muerte. You know, it's a pinche calavera. She's falling apart. Her face is falling apart. And it's like, okay, well, cool. We got it. Her face is falling apart. What happens if you sit through her face falling apart? Because eventually it's going to either stop falling apart, turn into something, or just like vanish because something can't fall apart forever. So what happens if you stare at it long enough? Or does it just infinitely fall apart? And if it does, like, what does that bring up? All of these things that I was just, wow. Tell me more, tell me more. Like, does she have a car? Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet Katrina is driving a pimp-ass car as La Muerte. This is shit that's constantly slowly seeping into my own consciousness maybe the penny didn't drop for me of uh, this this reflection of our projection of our angels and demons until i saw someone else's demon at a mama aya circle and not them transforming into one because that's very you know you can the face can morph into, but it was an outside entity of this person right next to the person. And I thought, ah, ah, by observing the way he had his hands clutched and looking down, I was curious to know what he was holding in his hand. Whatever he was holding in his hand was heavy. Uh, El demonio, there was a demon like smirking right behind him over his shoulder. And it was absolutely terrifying, beautiful. It reminded me of a Guillermo del Toro demon, the one that has just intricate pattern laced on its face. So, breathing through that was the first time where I was like, wow that was someone's demon in a way that I thought, ooh, hauntings, and all of the things that we say are outside of us, how much of it is really within, and we are merely seeing the projection, the reflection, the haunting from within. That translates to without. No sé. That's that's the part that I trip out about. And come to find out the next day when I ask him, Hey, what'd you have in your hand? 
and he said a stone and I said when's the last time you washed that stone and when do you hold that stone um, it was through some of the heaviest times in his life and I asked him if he had ever cleaned it and he said no and I thought okay well there you go um, <laughs> that has a lot of shit in it and I explained to him the demon over his shoulder and these things make sense in a way that I don't understand because they don't make sense but they do make sense so alas there we go our angels and our demons how do we project them on how do we see them for ourselves and how do we see them through others or outside of others and it's not because he's a fucked up horrible person you know that's all of a sudden going to turn to hitler sure that can be anybody at any point in time but it is the heaviness and the process of something that needs to be cleansed something that needs attention something that needs love patience and compassion in order to move and transform into something else yeah jeremy agrees that night in the medicine circle with the wizard the demon and the stone it was through my breath and through the gazing of love to this other entity i can understand why most find it terrifying to see a demon an angel or otherworldly being you know those those costumes that we are not used to seeing in our fucking metro route unless you're like on venice you know in Van venice california or somewhere like that i found when i sat with these beings with the angels with the demons with all of the otherworldly star wars characters i found that in observance and in love they transformed and I could feel movement healing had taken place and it's always a very instant and seeping like the rainwater into the earth. The slowness also exists in that process. And I could see these shifts in my day to day. It was when flow happened and when it happens now, it's the recognition when something Flue, you know, when it moves so organically. But it's because you're better able to navigate your own inner compass. Just like the beautiful bitchin' butterflies doing the entire pilgrimage from Canada to Mexico. No biggie. Do it every year experience time and time again that these angels and demons 
aren't here to deliver good or evil, but to deliver messages that allow you to acknowledge, process, and accept all sorts of shit. Everything from traumas, wounds, learnings, healings, the constant reflections, refractions of our ever-polished diamond. Mm. I love how we're all little baby diamonds in the rough. Just gotta shine that shit a little bit. Take out your bling bling. We can go about every which way puzzling and untethering and pinpointing until it turns into something like a beautiful mind status. And the whole point is to be able to observe all of that madness by simply breathing through it. Nobody said make a novella, just observe it. And how do we move and how do we heal through those things, through those characters, through those breadcrumbs, through those patterns, through those messages of ourselves. Thank you for the allowance. <sighs> of this vibrating pulse we all get to be a part of and in. I wish all of us loads of imagination with the intention of grounded love to help heal, to help move, to help grow. Put it in something, put it in your body, put it in dance, put it on paper with markers, crayons. Maybe a little bit of your own moon blood outside in a temple. Move through things, even if you think they're fucking weird. Explore and experiment with the possibilities that we have available to us. Dare to connect in a deeper way. I wish you all safe journeys as you navigate the caves of your own hauntings. Ah, walking along with love and fighting in between our angels and demons. Moving into moons and blood and death. Mm, the next seance is gonna be pomegranate, red juiciness, <laughs> and bookmark.
At the bottom of that episode, under web of spells, you will find all the puzzle pieces, breadcrumbs for this seance. Spiral further into your weird for our magic moon days. Parte dos of messages, angels, and demons welcoming other witches and wizards as we ask them, what are some messages your angels and demons have delivered? Till that non-existent point in time when we meet again in whatever form. <laughs> Stay fucking weird.